Hello and welcome to the Emmanuel Croydon podcast. At Emmanuel Croydon, we exist to be a community drawn together by our desire to know and follow Jesus. We long to become disciples of Jesus who are equipped to serve him in the whole of life, transforming families, communities and workplaces as we love God with heart, mind, soul and strength. We hope you enjoy this week's talk from the evening service. Thank you for joining us today. Grace and peace to you. Yeah, thanks so much to that amazing group doing that. And maybe you're thinking, what is that? Why is that sound relevant to what we're talking about today? It seems just like a completely different topic, but it's actually very relevant. Now, if we go on to our first slide. We're thinking about finding peace in very stressful times. And I think one of the reasons why peace is so hard to find in stressful times is because we have so many other voices speaking to us. As in, we have so many things told to us in the world that put this pressure on us that God doesn't want to be there. Next slide. And I think one of the ways you can think, it's not the only way you can think about it, but one of the ways you can think about this psalm is exploding the lies. When it says not walking in step with the wicked, not walking in step with the world, it means not listening to the lies of the world and exploding them and instead connecting with God's truth. And when we connect with God's truth, we flourish like a tree. Now, I want to demonstrate what destructive lies would look like. So I thought, could someone attack me with a cloud? Any volunteers? Any volunteers? Any volunteers? Oh, yes, Jerry, of course. I thought Jerry might volunteer for this. Um, so down here, I have a cloud for some reason. <laughs> These were back from, I'm not sure what they were from, actually. So imagine the, the things in the world, things like words like, you're worthless, no one cares about you, uh, you have a horrible future ahead, and these things are coming at you. And they, you don't really quite know even what is coming at you. It's like a cloud, and it's like the cloud is coming to attack you. Come on, attack me, attack me. <laughs> Ah, ah, and I'm defenseless. I can't do anything. The cloud, I can't even see where the cloud is. It's too cloudy. Ah, and so there's no, doesn't seem like any hope. Thanks, Jerry. That's great. Well done. Well done. Great attacking there. <laughs> so the, the lies of the world, they feel like this cloud coming against us, attacking us. And we don't, know, we don't even know what they are a lot of the time. And I'm going to specifically focus on some that are relevant to really stressful times. Okay, next slide. Now, I think lies like this, things like, for me, a big one is, one failure in the present makes it seem like the whole of your life is ruined. That's not true, but that eats you away inside. It destroys you inside. And I think that's maybe just one of the things, not all the things, but one of the things that Psalm is talking about, the way that the world's ways can destroy us and eat us up on the inside. But then, next one, the truths of God come against that, come against that like a strong, powerful sword. This is going to come back a bit later, okay? Like a powerful sword comes against those clouds of lies. Now, it's going to come in action later, but that's going to stay down there for the moment. These truths come against these lies so that we can have hope, and it means there's a better way that's full of life, like a tree planted by streams of water. Okay, I'm just going to do... Four examples that are, 
I think, really helpful for, I find them really helpful anyway, when we're in really stressful and really worrying times. Now, here's the first one. Now, this is, this is a, well, this, this is not the actual one, but this, the seagull here has clearly bitten off more than it can chew. Have you ever watched uh, a, um, a, a video of a seagull trying to eat a big item? There's quite a lot of them. There's a, there's a famous one trying to eat a sausage, and it just can't eat it, and it goes into its, and it, like, has to come out again. It's very sad. Um, I was going to display that one, but it wasn't, it was, I thought it was a bit nasty. Um, but for this one, I thought, could I have another volunteer, two volunteers, actually, who could do a bread-eating competition? Bread-eating competition. Gabe, anyone else? Anyone else? Anyone else? Oh, George, okay. Uh, okay, so here I have two yummy Parisian baguettes. Now, none of the, neither of you are gluten intolerant, are you? So that's, that's good. Okay, one of you is going to have to... So these represent the whole of your future and all the things you need to think about and all of the, the things that you're worrying about your whole entire life and forever and ever. That's what it represents. So one of you is going to... If you take that in the packet, don't break it up. Don't, you, you have to eat that without breaking it all in one go, okay? Now, and George, you can have yours. You can eat yours in bits. You can break it up, pull bits off and eat it that way, Okay? So you have to not break yours. You have to just put it all in your mouth, all at once, like a seagull. Okay? Okay, so let's try this. So you can take bits off yours, one bit at a time, bite-sized pieces. Okay? Let's go. Three, two, one, go! Oh, no, you need to put it all in before you can bite it. <laughs> okay, well, I think we can sit now. You can take it out there. Well done, well done. Okay, that, I think... We can probably see what's going on here. You can't fit all that in your mouth all at once. Now, and whereas George is having his nicely in little bite-sized chunks. Now, if you put this down here, that'd be great. Round of applause to our volunteers. Well done, well done. I'm glad Gabe wasn't sick then, yeah. Uh, that's because one lie that we have to face, and I face this, is you have to know everything about your future now. You have to have it all planned out. You have to know what you're doing, say, after school, you have to know what you're doing after that, and then what you're doing after that. You have to know your entire future in your mind. And if you don't know it, if you haven't got every detail planned of the next week, month, year, decade, five-year plan, everything like that, if you don't have every detail planned, then it means it's all going to fall apart. That is one of the lies of the world. It's very popular in our culture. That's trying to eat the whole baguette all at once. It's impossible. You can't do it. And we're not meant to do that. Now, here is the first one I've got. Next one. So, what Jesus calls us to do is something different. Next slide, actually. Next slide. This is the truth that comes against the lie. Jesus says, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. What Jesus is saying is, don't take this all at once. Break it up into day-sized pieces. Worry about just the next day, just the next hour even. I'm not calling you to worry about the whole of the future right now. I'm calling you to worry about one day at a time. I find that incredibly helpful for me. That's the first one, break into bite-sized chunks. Now, next one. Next one, you don't have to face this alone. Now, here is another lie, that no one cares about me. Has anyone ever felt like that? I'm not asking you to put your hand up necessarily, but you can if you want to. Have you ever felt like no one cares no one loves you, 
No one thinks anything of you. Everyone is just being nice to you because they have to. Have you ever felt like that? I'd be surprised if there's anyone who hasn't felt like that before. That's a feeling I've had lots of times in my life. That is another one of the lies of the world. And what Jesus says to that is something else. Okay, go for two slides down, Andy, if that's okay. Two slides of the text. Jesus says in the truth of that, I am with you always. Jesus says he is with us always. He says he loves us. He is with us. We are not alone. We don't have to face all our problems alone. He cares about us every step of the way. When I first heard, when I was doing count, when I was in a really bad place, just after my parents had split up when I was about 16, and when I first heard that God loved me, no one had ever told me that before. It was a counselor who told me. And it was amazing to me. It brought tears to my eyes. I'd never heard that before. And maybe it sounds quite familiar to us. Maybe you've been in church for longer. But the idea that God loves us every moment, if that really sinks in, it means that we never have to feel that horrible feeling of feeling unloved. Jesus says, I am with you always. Now, have you got, previous slide, have have everyone got one of these little printouts with you? I made these to help us remember what we're doing. So on the back, I've got, God never leaves us. Now, does anyone remember where that's from? A few of you. Oh, yeah, a few of you. That was from the camp last year that we did, and one of them put that, God never leaves us, as a little reminder. So take this with you and have it as a reminder that God never leaves us, literally. And that's what the Bible actually says. I will never leave you or forsake you. It just says leave instead of leave. That is the promise that breaks down the idea that we are going to be left on our own. Okay, next one. Next slide, next two slides, actually. Yeah, that one, that's great. Okay, a beautiful plan. Now, here is another lie, and this one I remember when I was at school, this was a big one. We used to have these pep talks by the the head of sixth, and he was very friendly in lots of ways, but he always would talk about, and this is actually really strange to think about now, he would always talk about results day like, and this is a quote, a bloodbath. He would use that word to describe it. He would say it'll be a bloodbath because no one's done enough revision, and no one's going to get the university places because it's harder than ever. And this was in about 2011, this was. And he used to say things like that. And it made it seem that if you didn't get your exam results, that your whole future was messed up forever. And that is a lie. That is just not true. It is not true that one of our failures in the present means that our whole future is ruined. The truth in the Bible that goes against this. Next one. The Word of God says, I know the plans I have for you, plans to give you a hope and a future. It doesn't say if you haven't failed in the present, that's true. It says God has a plan for our life, and that plan he will bring about even if we make mistakes, even if we fail our exams, no matter what happens. If we've done something wrong in the present, God can still bring about his beautiful plan for us. Again, I remember when I first heard that God had a plan for my life when I was 18. Someone said it for me, someone prayed it for me, and I was like, wow, God has a plan for my life? I didn't think that. I thought I had to work it all out myself. Now, a demonstration for this. I'd like you to get one of the Bibles in the, in the pews in front of you and just open it on a random page and just hold that page. Now, I've done this illustration before here, but I think it's really helpful to help us think about it. Hold just one page out, just like that. Just hold the one page. The present things for us are like the words on the chapter of one page in a book. When you're reading a book, you don't read that one page and be like, that is the end of the story. There is vast volumes 
coming later. Flick through those pages. Imagine that as the rest of your life. All the things that God has planned for us. All the good things that God has for our future. This present page, the dark things, the the horrible things, the failures that have happened in the present, don't define that whole amazing future that God has planned for us. That changes everything. When you realize it like that, you realize that the present can be put finally into its proper perspective. It's part of the story. It might be important, but it's not the end of the world. God can still bring about amazing plans no matter what happens. Now, the fourth and last one of these truths you want to have. Talking to God. Now, this absolutely, again, changed my life. These are all from my own experience, really. So here is another one. No one could ever, here's another line, no one could ever understand me. My problems are too complicated. They're too deep. I don't even understand them. No one I've ever talked to has ever understood them. No one gets me at all. I felt like that probably almost all my life. Just no one really gets it. But that, again, is a lie. And here is the word of God, the truth to go against that lie. This is, this is absolutely amazing for me, actually. Cast all your anxiety on him. That's all your worries, all your anxious thoughts, because he cares for you. And it says there the word all. That word all, you should underline it loads and loads and loads of times, because it says all of it, including all of the bits that seem too horrible to even share. Even the worst things, are the, our worst thoughts, our most horrible nightmares. God wants us to talk to him about all of it. And he is the one who understands the depths of our minds and our souls like no one else does. He actually understands. It's not true that no one understands you because God understands you so much more, so much infinitely more than you can even understand yourself. And so there, the word of God blows away that lie. I'd like you all to get out, get out your phone. If you have a phone with you, get out your phone, hold up your phone. You know how that's with you on your pocket? Oh, I've got one with me, actually. How we carry our phones with us everywhere, and it means, as long as we have signal, that we, we can talk to anyone we want, really, at any point. And the phone is an amazing symbol of what prayer is like. We can talk to God at any point in our whole lives. We never run out of signal. It's like those satellite phones, I think, people are trying to have all over the world. We never run out of signal. We can talk to God any time about whatever we're feeling. That was one of the biggest parts of me getting to know God for myself, learning to talk to him about all the things that I was feeling, even the worst things. That's how I started to get to know God for myself. Okay, now, next slide. Now, just to wrap this up, that changes the outlook. You know when I was being attacked by Joey by the cloud just then, and I was completely helpless. Now, this situation is different now because we have the sword of the word of God, to obliterate all of these lies of the world that are coming against us. Now, would someone like to, uh, like to defend themselves from me attacking them with a cloud? Anyone? 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 Oh, we got f- who? Teddy. Teddy? Oh, actually, oh, I, uh, that's... Okay. That's good. And could someone have someone else to be the cloud, actually? Someone else be the cloud? Uh, Esther, that would be great, yes. Yeah, there you go. Now, don't be too violent. This is <laughs> I was thinking maybe I should be one of these people, but I think so. Esther, attack Teddy with a cloud, but make sure you're defeated, okay? Make sure you're defeated, okay? Okay, so 
you come, come around, come up here, come up here, so it's a bit more space. So now Esther is going to attack Teddy with the cloud of anxiety, and <laughs> now Teddy has the word of God to defend himself. Let's see what happens, just quickly. Oh, not that cloud doesn't look so good anymore. And the cloud runs away. The cloud runs away. The cloud runs away. Yeah, and it's good. You chase after them. That's good. Well done. There we go. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Teddy. That's great. Let's give a cheer for the word of God. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously, it's not like it's not completely as simple as that. That it all goes away immediately. Oh, there's the cloud there. But it does help us to fight it. It means we're not helpless anymore. We have these truths in the Word of God that everything will be okay. Now, I'd like you to keep this with you. If this is something that resonates with you at all, keep this little reminder here for you. I got them printed especially with the four parts to it. That taking your worries one piece at a time, not all, the, all of your life at a time. You don't have to face this alone. Jesus says, I'm with you always. God has a beautiful plan for you. The present doesn't define your future. And talk to God about everything you feel because he actually understands. Keep this with you, especially when you're facing those really, really worrying times. Okay, now, I would love to invite up a very special person. Obviously, everyone is very special, but it's a very special person who has offered to share something. And Tris, could you come up as well? That would be great. Now, Sam, are you, are you here? Are you here? Sam, 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 Sam. Hello. hello. Let's say hello, Sam. Hello, Sam. Hello, Sam. Great. Now, Sam has come up to share with us. You like to take that? Okay. Come up to share with us some of the things that you're facing and others are facing in the future and your worries um, about exams and stuff. Is that okay? Hello. Oh, yes. Okay. There we go. <laughs> okay. Oh, dear, sorry, oh sorry, sorry, gosh. sorry. Um, well, in a day's time and for the next like, month and a bit, um, I've got my GCSE exams. And I know... Mm. Quite a few people here, I know, I know, it's just scary, I tell you. Um, and I know quite a few other people here probably have GCSEs or A-levels mm. or any other stuff. Um, so me and my friend, we have got a little, a little list of prayers to, to pray about. Yeah. Um, so, uh, to start off with, we've got um, exam stress. So it's going to be quite stressful. We've got lots of exams in quite a short space of time, lots of cramming, lots of stuff that I haven't revised that I still need to revise. Mm, and so it's quite stressful. Um, so hopefully we can pray for that. And we can also pray for um, doing the best that we can and being happy about what we've done. Because no matter what, no matter how the exam's done, if you've just tried your best, then, then it's all good. Yeah, yeah, yes. exactly. Yes. Um, give an amen to Sam, please. Yes. Yeah. Um, and also, we used to pray to um, pace ourselves in the exam, take it one question okay. at a time, um, and also to um, keep motivated to keep going on through the whole of the exam season, because I tell you, I get quite tired sometimes mm. and get a little yes. bit bored of revision. Yeah. It, it's quite boring, I have to admit. So I've got to pray that I keep pushing through and keep working hard. And... Um, yeah, and that we sm and also to pray for um, pray for um, Chloe's boyfriend Alfie's a bit of a bit of a wide one here. Um, basically, he broke his leg when we were playing oh, handball, wow. 
And um, so we pray for his recovery and that mm. he can balance getting his leg better and also his exams at the same time because it's a bit of a <laughs> bit of a sticky one. Um, <laughs> yeah. And to end it all off, we pray that we smash them out the park and we do amazing. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Well. Yeah. Round of applause to Sam. That was great. I'll take that. And, and Sam actually collected those from people. It's amazing. Yeah. So that was really good. Let's give another round of applause to Sam. That was amazing. Go, go find a seat, Sam. That's great. Well done. Thanks for listening to the Emmanuel Croydon podcast. For more information about our church and everything we have going on, visit our website, emmanuelcroydon.org.uk. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram to see and hear what's going on in the life of our church. God bless you and have a wonderful week.